Community Players Podcast Standby. Places, please. Hosts and guests, places, please. House lights, go. Curtain, go. Podcast, go. Welcome to Places, Please, a podcast produced by Community Players Theater in Beatrice, Nebraska. I'm Jamie Ulmer, Managing Artistic Director at the Theater, and this is Season 2, Episode 3 for our production of Murderers. This show is the second official show in our 2020-2021 season and is what we are calling a COVID substitution. More on that later. Speaking of later... In Act 2 of the podcast, I'll be joined by not one, not two, but three separate guests. We chat with all three actors in the show and talk about what it's like to be all alone on stage for half an hour with no one to save you. But first, Act 1. Murderers by Jeffrey Hatcher is a collection of three separate but connected monologues about three, well, murderers. The show is directed by our associate artistic director, Tyler Rini. The three-person cast includes two brand new faces to the CP stage. Carla Lumker performing the monologue, Margaret Fatal Comes to Town, and Jillian Carter in Match Wits with Minka Lupino. The third member of the trio is Mason Gustafson in the monologue, The Man Who Married His Mother-in-Law. The production is stage managed by Paige Patton, and the assistant stage manager is Nolan Marlette. All three stories take place at the Riddle Key Retirement Community in Florida. One way that I have been describing the show to people is it's a dark comedy that would combine the Golden Girls and Murder, She Wrote in a crossover episode. All three stories tell a mystery, though you know right from the get-go who done it. The fun comes in discovering how and why these three seemingly normal characters did what they did. So what do we mean when we say that a show is a dark comedy? Well, dark comedy is a comedy that makes light of a topic or subject matter that is generally considered to be serious. Sometimes you'll hear this genre of comedy referred to as gallows humor. Some examples of this style of comedy include films like Fargo, Dr. Strangelove, or Pulp Fiction, and TV shows like It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Rick and Morty, or Curb Your Enthusiasm. Playwright Jeffrey Hatcher has a fairly lengthy list of credits both for the stage and film. And while this is the first time we have produced this play, CP did produce his adaptation of the book Tuesdays with Maury in 2009. Now, like I said earlier, this show is a COVID substitution in the season. Now, one of the challenges we face is continuing to produce live events, but doing so in a way that keeps people safe. As we looked at some alternative or additional programming, uh, we've concentrated on considering small cast shows that can be produced with a limited number of people at rehearsals. This show is a perfect example. There are only three actors, and since the show is told through the series of monologues, we're able to rehearse each of them separately, only bringing the entire cast together near the very end of the rehearsal process. And just like our show in August, The Outrageous Adventures of Sheldon and Mrs. Levine, this show is a script that we probably wouldn't have considered under normal circumstances, but ended up being something that has been very fun for our production teams to work on. Now, our production runs approximately 90 minutes, and there is no intermission. The show is rated a 3 on our production rating scale. That means it is for most audiences, as it contains some language and would be the equivalent of a PG-13 movie. 
That brings down the curtain for Act 1. Stand by for Act 2. I am joined now by Carla Lumker. Carla, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Thank you. Um, so, Carla, uh, tell us just a little bit about uh, the character that you're playing in the show. Well, I think back home I was this sweet little white-haired 78-year-old lady, and um, I've retired to the senior resort of Riddle Key with my husband in hopes of getting away from the snow and the cold and the bad memories. Uh, the bad memory was caused by this lady named Margaret Fatal, and uh, Margaret Fatal moves to the retirement center where we are. Uh, the title of the play is Murderers, so that might tell you something about my character. It, it has a little bit of a, of a hint there that there may be a murder involved, is what you're saying. That's possible. Yeah, yeah no spoiler there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so doing a monologue is, is, can be kind of an intimidating challenge um, because, you know, you're, it's just you uh, <laughs> for the... 30 minutes or however long your your particular monologue is. Um, what's it been like um, rehearsing and preparing for this? Well, it's a tremendous amount to memorize. It, you're right. It's 30 minutes, uh, 11 and a half pages. I, I counted <laughs> Not that them. you've counted. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, 2,000 words. I haven't 16, done that yet. <laughs> um. <laughs> but yes, it, and when you're on stage, there's nobody to play off of or to, to help you if you forget. It's It's you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but speaking of speaking of you, let's talk about you, um, uh, Carla, not and not not the uh, the murder related <laughs> character. Um, but uh, so talk about your um, past experience. You're you're kind of our uh, our our uh, surprise surprise find in this cast. I think. Well, um, yeah, I haven't been in a play since I was in high school, so that was back in 66 and 67, um, but we're season ticket holders at Community Players, so I've been to a lot of plays here, and uh, when I taught alternative education, you guys were kind enough to uh, give us tours of the facility and so forth, and it's always been on my bucket list to be in a play. And um, we were supposed to be on a cruise, Lands of the Bible, um, during the rehearsal of this, but we weren't there. So I tried out, and here I am. <laughs> so instead of going on a cruise, you're going on a murder spree, That's is what right. you're saying. <laughs> 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 um, well, the, uh, it's it's great that you know that you haven't been in a show. That you you really are in every sense of the word, like a, a newbie, not only to community players but to being on stage since it's been since you were in high school. And and you know we won't say how long that's been. You know it's. <laughs> Let's just say it's been more than five years. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Um, so what uh, what really uh, uh, motivated you to get off the fence, so to speak, and uh, decide to audition for this project? Well, I saw they were looking for a 70-year-old woman. <laughs> I qualify. <laughs> I didn't even have to, you know, pretend to be older than that. Yeah. 
So that's why. Yeah. <laughs> well, and and uh, I think it's also just really interesting. You know, you said that being in a show had been on your bucket list. Yes. Um, and so I'm glad that we decided to uh, help you kick the buck. Wait, no, that uh, yeah. that be the wrong <laughs> the wrong uh, choice of words, especially uh, in a show like this. Uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> especially when you find out, out what else I do. Yeah. Oh, I mean, my part. Uh-huh. I oh, tell yeah. You wait, that. wait, wait, no. Shh, shh, shh. <laughs> People have to come to discover that. That's right. Um, so, uh, what do you hope that audiences take away from uh, watching this show? I think in the time we're living in, um, there's so much seriousness and so forth. I don't know that I see a message in this show. I, at least not in my part. I hope people can just watch it and uh, enjoy themselves and say, "Wow." <laughs> I didn't know she could be like that. Yeah. Or wow. maybe they will. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, they'll be like, I always knew that, Carla. <laughs> <laughs> Deep down inside. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, um, so hopefully they just enjoy the time that they're here, I guess. Yeah. All right. Well, Carla, thank you so much for uh, popping into my office, uh, uh, safely distanced. We measured it. You're 11 feet away from me. Um, and uh, and uh, good luck with the show. Or not good luck. Oh, my gosh. I should know better. Uh, <laughs> That's the right thing to say to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, break a leg with the show or have a good show. Yeah. Thank All right. you. Thank you. Thank you, Jamie. I am now joined by our next Mary murderess, um, <laughs> Jillian Carter. Jillian, thank you for joining us uh, here on the podcast. Thank you for having me, Jamie. Um, so, Jillian, um, as we're asking all of our uh, intrepid murderers, tell us a little bit about your character. So, my character is a bit of an avenging angel, which I think is great because I think there are lots of people who we think maybe deserve some apt punishments that we're not allowed to give. So I get to live that out on stage. I have a fun. list. Right? If you would. <laughs> I'm trying to, to not, but 2020 man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so your, your character uh, has a, has, is an avenging angel. Yes. Yeah. She works in a retirement home. And so, you know, seniors are just apt to be taken advantage of and she doesn't care for that. So she has to take matters into her own hands. And, you know, who can blame her? Yeah. <laughs> so um, so what about you? Let's talk about you a little bit. How many people have you murdered and where are the bodies? No, no. <laughs> no. Tell us. I was really thinking for a second. Yeah, like, I noticed that. Let me just count that. them really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> she, she, was, she was going by twos. You can't see this uh, on a podcast. But um, no. Uh, so uh, to talk a little bit about your past experience with, uh, with performing. Um, you are a community player's first timer. I am. Um, but you are not, by any stretch of the imagination, <laughs> a first timer to the stage so let's talk about some of your experiences so i've been in theater for as long as i can remember but more recently i've been doing more i wouldn't say behind the scenes stuff but i've been directing i've been producing i've been um working on getting some momentum as a playwright and so that's all very exciting but i fell in love with community players the first time i came here i just think you have a wonderful program and i didn't think that i'd ever be able to 
commute back and forth to Beatrice to do something here. So I was like, well, bucket list, you know, someday. But because these are monologues, the rehearsal schedule is so flexible that I was finally able to just check it off. Yeah. yeah. And and for people who don't know, you're, you're coming down from Lincoln to yes. do the show. Yes. So not horribly far, but I am a mother of four. So just adding that extra hour and a half of commute time on top of rehearsal time was a little rough, but we figured it out. And yeah. I'm so glad that we did. Yeah, that is one of the... Um, if there can be some silver linings in all of this crazy pandemic times, um, at least for us from a programming standpoint, has been the ability to do these kind of shows that we we really wouldn't have done otherwise. Yeah, definitely. Before I even decided to audition, I was asking um, Tyler if there was a possibility of maybe some virtual rehearsals, if I could zoom some stuff in. But then when I got cast and looked at the rehearsal schedule, I was like, oh, no, this isn't a problem. I can do this. If I only called three times a week, I can make that work. Yeah. So Um, so, uh, talk about some of your um, other experiences. Um, uh, Where else? Where else have people seen your lovely face on stage? You know, I'm pretty famous. Yeah. But most of most of my work as an adult has been with Angels Theater Company in Lincoln. We do a lot of original work. So I've had plays that I've written, but then also performed there. And then most recently, I was on stage for Omni Arts Nebraska in Lincoln. I played Pope Joan in Top Girls. So that was that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we'll also put a plug in um, that you are extremely involved uh, with the Lincoln Theater Alliance and the Appearing Locally blog. That's Uh, actually how I ended up coming down to Beatrice, because I think like a lot of people in Lincoln, I may not have made the trip down to Beatrice to see theater because I was like, we have theater in Lincoln, but you have something special here. And so I'm really glad that I came down as an Appearing Locally reviewer and got a chance to see it and say, oh, wait, that's worth the trip. Okay, Yeah, it's it's pretty awesome down there. It really is. And the parking is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so looking at the show, uh, doing a monologue can be a real challenge, mm. um, especially when you are on stage all by yourself without a scene partner. Um, uh, how are you dealing with that? I would say it's a double-edged sword because I was really excited to have a long monologue because I was just thinking, oh, I can do whatever I want. This is, you know, within the director's vision. Yes. This is going to be amazing. I'm just going to, you know, let it go. It's going to be awesome. And then I had to memorize (laughs) and I got a little nervous. I, I have always been one who memorizes pretty easily, but mostly in the rehearsal process. Like I haven't had to do a whole lot of work outside of rehearsals, but when it's just you for 30 minutes, there's a lot of memorizing and you don't have a scene partner to flow off of so it was a little tough yeah yeah and and to give you that look of you know this is what you should be saying next (laughs) you know i think no matter whether you know that person in your scene or not outside of the scene you develop those little cues where you're like oh you always forget this line don't forget it this time and you know that look and no one's giving me that look now and scary yeah all well, the stage managers are from from the table but, yes, you know. <laughs> yes i'm sure they are but it's hard to see behind their masks yeah they could yeah. just be laughing i don't know. <laughs> um so uh what do you hope audiences uh take away from seeing the show oh i hope they have such a good time because we're having such a good time doing it and i think it's absolutely hilarious and so just getting that escape from 2020 and sitting in the theater and being like, well, that's right. We used to laugh and <laughs> and we used to do things together. And you can still do it socially distanced and masked and, and have that great time. So Awesome. Well, Jillian, thank you so much for uh, popping up into the podcast studio. Yes, thank you again. It's very exciting. <laughs>
I am now joined by murderer Mason Gustafson. Uh, Mason, you killer you. You killer dog you. Uh, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Absolutely. Happy to be here. Um, so, as I'm asking all of the vicious killers in this show, um, just tell us a little bit about your character. Yeah, absolutely. So, Gerald is a self-described ne'er-do-well who has been seeing this gal for the last 15 years and discovers that his mother or would-be mother-in-law is ailing and they kind of hatch this plot to marry to get an inheritance without paying the government. Um, So upon their move to Florida, they kind of encounter some obstacles and that's where the fun of the murder comes in. But, but, Mason, I asked you to tell me about your character, not what you've been doing during the pandemic. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, I see. Sorry, well, let sorry. me let me correct yeah, that yeah, then. Yeah. <laughs> I, I suppose that's really, you know, giving away my my other extracurriculars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, uh, as, as I'm being very familiar with Mason here on the podcast, uh, obviously, uh, community players audiences are going to be familiar with you a little bit but um uh, tell us about yourself a little um some of your past community players appearances and some of the things that you've done uh, elsewhere yeah absolutely so oh boy and let me think my most recent appearance on community player stage would have in theory been back in 2019 i suppose and I guess I don't even remember what the show would have been. Um, Ripcord, wasn't it? It would have been. It would have been Ripcord because that was the very beginning of the season that got cut short, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. That's right. That's right. I know. So, yeah, yes, it was Ripcord. Yeah, and it was. It would have been last October, so a year ago. Oh, wow. How about that? That's <laughs> but, crazy. But it seems like it's been decades. It does. It feels like uh, eons ago. Um, and of course, you know, we were working on Flaming Idiots when things got shut down. So I had that. Um, and and uh, just to mention, you know, you were directing that show. Right, right. Um, so, so yeah, that was, you know, there again, I get a lot of interesting opportunities here where I don't have to wear just one hat. I can wear a few and um, really dive into the theater degree that I'm still paying off. So, yeah. you know, so at least you're making some getting some use out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and, you know, I do some other things in the Lincoln area, you know, there again, recently. I was on LCP's Outdoor, that's Lincoln Community Playhouse for those of you who may not know, um, on their outdoor stage for their parking lot plays. Um, I was in Shootout at Sadie's Saloon playing the cowboy hero in that. So that was a lot of fun too. So it's been interesting getting back into things as the pandemic starts to open things back up for us. Right, right. And hopefully things continue to stay semi opened up yeah i I certainly hope so (laughs) yeah um yeah and also we should mention too that uh, you just recently joined our board of directors yeah absolutely so that's um that's a lot of fun you know learning a lot from that this you know i suppose it would be a few months now that i've been going to meetings so a lot of things to learn it's been very interesting to see that side of things because that is a new side of a theater that I haven't seen a lot of. So very yeah. exciting opportunity. Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, you know, doing um, monologues uh, can be a challenge. Uh, 
and especially when you don't have that other person on stage to help you out. And I've been talking with the uh, with all of the uh, uh, murderers, and, <laughs> and it sounds it sounds terrible to say. I've it been, does. It sounds like a, bad when you say it like it is. Yeah. but it's true. There, all three of them are murderers. But anyway, um, so how has it been um, rehearsing a show? Um, a half hour monologue basically that's just you up there on stage yeah so that is interesting because you don't get i mean the longest monologue you usually have is what five minutes at most yeah and here we're talking about about a half hour um it's interesting because monologues in general to me seem to be easier to memorize more because you don't need someone else to work off them and you can kind of get that section and have it down and have what you're doing in those moments physically that help drive that. This, of course, is a lot longer than your standard monologue, so there's a lot more to memorize. And I wouldn't say it's easy because it's frustrating because... The things that you, while dropping a line is always frustrating, you never want that to happen. It's it's the things in this monologue you drop one of those and and you start to lose your spot and you get frustrated with yourself for losing that one word or as you want you know as you perfect the the actual words that are written in the script. It's like okay, I know I said this word and it was actually this where it was ass, but I said said and. Mm. So those things get frustrating when you're looking at a monologue of this size. Yeah. Well, at least in this case, um, you've got no one to blame but yourself. That's true. No one to blame. <laughs> so if if you come to the show and something terrible happens, you can all point your finger at me and say, it was you. Yeah, you did it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what do you hope audiences take away from this production? You know... It, because it is a dark comedy, and I love a good dark comedy. So it's, <laughs> it's like a it's good like, dark chocolate. Exactly, know? exactly like that. Um, but I hope people are able, like any good comedy, to see through some of the the com- the darker comedic elements of it, and and see the hearts of these killers. Um, where where they're coming from, why they did the things they did. Because there again, I think that plays into some of the humor of it. But I also think there, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but they're, <laughs> they're easy to empathize with ah, in this show. Yeah. So that is what I hope people get from it. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Well, Mason, thank you very much for uh, joining me here in the podcast studio that is my office. Um. <laughs> it's cozy. It's cozy in here. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and but we still have, you know, we still have at least ten feet to be away from each other. I know. Yeah. Which you know, you say you don't want to touch somebody with a ten foot pole. Well, then uh, come hang out in my office. <laughs> <laughs> It's time for the Curtain Call. This podcast is a production of Community Players Theater in downtown Beatrice, Nebraska. Our production of Murderers runs October 23rd through the 25th and October 3rd through November 1st, 2020. The show is also available for streaming beginning on October 27th through November 1st. Streaming access and in-person tickets can be purchased on our website by calling or stopping by the box office. 
we want to give a special shout out to our friends at the Platte River Bard podcast. They cover a variety of arts and cultural happenings around eastern Nebraska. Check out their podcast to get your arts podcast fix in between episodes of our show. Oh, and you may hear a familiar voice on one of their most recent episodes. Coming up next at Community Players is another COVID substitution in November, as we produce a one-man show based on the life of actor-comedian George Burns called Say Goodnight, Gracie. I'm Jamie Ulmer, this has been Places, Please, and we'll see you at the theater. Curtain in, house lights up, thank you podcast, make sure to reset your props and hang up your costumes. <laughs>